settle down and loyal to your door you, you got your eyes on me, girl, he got his eyes on you My eyes are on this money and it's nothing he can do Island 101.5 FM Jones. It has been a great session of less talk and more of musicals coming your way on your dialing station, Highland 101.5 FM Jones. About two minutes to make 10, 10 o'clock will be time for us to bring you the program Village Square. Do stay tuned. I'm spending all the most, and if he ain't coming close, it's time that you tell him bye. I'll take you up in the sky. We'll be floating, get you like the ocean. I'ma speed up on it. If it, if it was a book, I would read up on it. Girl, I'm just trying to get you back to my crib. Seen on them Instagram pictures you post, so I already know what it is. Talk to me now. He I'm spending all the most, and if he ain't coming close, it's time that you tell him bye. I'll take you up in the sky. We'll be floating, get you like the ocean. I'm a speed. My station. My station. Keep it right here. Keep it right here. 101.5. When it's all being said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, One village many voices. <laughs> From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the Village Square radio meeting supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. Compliments of the season and good morning to you out there. 
It's another Tuesday and I'm excited to be here. Welcome to another edition of the radio program, Village Square, a meeting where we identify problems and profile solutions. Village Square is brought to you by Tekken Peace Decks and supported by Church in Actions, Netherlands. As usual, I came here to, with my team, John Rett and Joseph Odedeji, to support the smooth running of this program. You're welcome. And my guest today is Mrs. Je Jennifer Yerima from Nigeria, Association of Women Journalists. You're welcome, Ma. Thank you very much. Uh, she's our global villager for today. Mm. <laughs> and as you know, I am the village headmistress. My name is Gloria Pa. Um, Ma, please, can you briefly introduce yourself to us? Um, all right, thank you very much for this opportunity. Yeah. My name is Jennifer Yerima, just like you had rightly introduced. Yeah. I am the state chairperson of Nigerian Association of Women Journalists, Plato State Chapter. Uh, I am married. Mm -hmm. I have two kids. Yes, that's um, nice. And many friends around me. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, today it's going to be very, very interesting. I have a story to tell you, or a debate. Now, a woman or a lady is being sponsored by her parents to go to the best of schools. She graduates with the best of results and gets a job, and a well-paid job. Now, this woman falls in love with a man and gets married to the man. Of course, their home is happy. She has the resources. When I say resources, I, um, I mean money. And, you know, the family is happy. And the man tells her one day, I don't want you to work. I want you to stay at home and attend to domestic responsibilities. Take care of the kids. Do the house chores and just stay at home. While she was schooling, she had a lot of skills, but then he wouldn't allow her to uh, use those skills. She was just at home. Now, the question is, is that violence? We shall listen to, we shall get the opinion of our professionals. Well, that brings us to the topic for today the gender issues and we're looking at 16 days of activism in view. Now the 16 days of activism um, is an annual international campaign that kicks off every 25th of November to the 10th of December. It just ended last week. Uh, it started at an inaugural Women's Global Leadership Institute in 1991 and it, it continues to be coordinated each year by the Center for Women Global Leadership. It is used as an organizing strategy by individuals and organizations around the world to call for the prevention and elimination of violence against women and girls. Now, before the COVID-19 pandemic, 243 million women and girls globally were abused by their intimate partners. Globally, over a third, that's 35% of women have experienced physical and sexual violence by an intimate partner or sexual violence by a non-partner at one point in their lives. Now, previous studies from Nigeria have shown the prevalence of violence range from 31% to 61% for psychological and emotional violence, then 20% to 31% for sexual violence, and then 7% to 31% for physical violence. Further studies also, also conducted in different regions in Nigeria reported prevalence in violence ranging from 42% 
in the north, 29% in the southwest, 78.8% in the southeast, and 41% in the south-south. Now, looking at this gender-based violence is reported to have significantly increased since the lockdown. Now, data has generally increased in gender-based violence across all six geopolitical zones. Statistics from 24 states showed in March a total number of violence, inc violence incidents reported were 346, while in the first part of April, the incidents reported were 794. That was, that, that was a spike just in two weeks or thereabout. That depicted a 56% increase just in two weeks. Now, with these statistics, the indicators are clear that gender and sexual-based violence is still locking around, although underreported. Now, these statistics just showed the reports we got. Now, we, we have a lot that are not reported because of stigma. A lot of people wouldn't want to report their cases. They are shy. They don't want to be stigmatized. So today, our talking point will be um, on the awareness of this issue. And we shall be looking at the cultures and the traditions, the constructs and the possible solutions to these issues. Meanwhile, this program is all about solution. We are solution driven. Well, listener, this is our, our topic for today. We shall take a quick break and then when we come back, go down to the streets, listen to our opinion from people in the village and then when we come back, we'll start the conversation. Please stay tuned. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, many voices. From the stables of Tech and Peace Desk comes the Village Square Radio Meeting, supported by Church in Action Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspectives. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. My name is Nankang Sambok. Gender-based violence is any act of violence towards an individual based on their gender identity. It can vary from physical, sexual, emotional, verbal, and psychological abuse. In my opinion, the causes of gender-based violence are diverse, and so are the solutions. Perpetrators of gender-based violence should be punished and rehabilitated depending on the gravity of violence. However, prevention is always better than cure. My name is Kacholom Abdu and um, gender-based violence is a crime and punishable by law because it means the taking off rights of an individual, whether a male or a female. I will speak specifically on that of a female where her rights as a woman is taken away from her physically emotionally mentally and otherwise so i think i'm in support of a punishment for any abuse on the gender thank you my name is barista didi Jalshik. i think gender-based violence is bad it is actually the act of 
uh, dealing with people based on their gender. In most cases, maybe the female folks, other than the male folks. This is basically sponsored by our traditions and patterns of men. I think it should be punished by law in any way. People should be treated as humans, not in any way by their sex. They should be treated equally and honorably. Thank you. Welcome back. Um, we heard it from the street. Well, just before then, listener, if you're listening to us, you can join us on our social media handles at Facebook at Tekan Peace Decks. That's for Facebook. Then Twitter at Tekan Peace Decks. And join this conversation. Let's have your thoughts and then your possible solutions to this problem as we discuss it. Well, Ma, we heard it from the streets and we heard it from the, 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 um, the review. Gender-based violence is on the increase. Um, before we go further, please, can you tell us what gender-based violence is? All right. Thank you very much for this opportunity once more. Yeah. Um, when we talk about gender-based violence, we're talking uh, of the kind of pains that has been inflicted on somebody unnecessarily, uh, maybe based on um, his... Um, gender okay yeah um it, it's not because um uh, the person is not human mm. but based on who she is or who he is yeah. and uh some other persons feel that the person needs to go through a kind of pains mm. a kind of uh, go through a kind of terrible situations mm. a kind of undeserved situations okay. yeah so i think that can be talked about gender-based violence mm. you know it could be tilted towards the women it could mm. be tilted towards the children mm. it could be towards the men mm. Uh, whichever way, mm. you know, you're being maltreated or you are malhandled possibly mm. because of who you are, mm. your sex. Mm. Uh -huh. Not because you're incapable, mm. because somebody looks is belittling you possibly, mm. or looks at you as incapable of doing certain things. Mm. Um, it's just a stereotype thing. Okay, she's a woman. Okay. You know, she deserves to be beaten. Mm. Uh, she, she, her place should end in the kitchen and all of that. Mm. So I think that's basically some so, of the pains that people go through. So it's it's when a particular person feels superior to another person, of course, yes. and you inferior mm. you, you see the other person as inferior to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much for You're that. Um, we just have to say that because my villagers, we need to understand, okay. and then with time we might be interjecting the Hausa. I believe you speak Hausa, I do very so well. we want to explain it in okay. other languages. Okay. Yes. Right. Thank That's you very much, right. Ma. So. We are talking about gender-based violence. Now, we, we, we heard from the street, and I think a couple of people said it's a crime. Gender-based violence is a crime. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think? Do you see it as a crime? Because some other people don't see it as a crime. Remember, we're looking at the traditions. We're looking at the cultures. There are cultures that don't see it as a crime. Some cultures just relegate the woman to do the house job. They, she's, just, she's just at the background. She's like uh, a tool or... And equipment some even see the woman as um, an investment or something they possess now what do you think what do you see what's your opinion about it um okay yeah um it's criminal okay. to treat somebody the way others are treating it badly mm. um gender-based violence it's something that inflicts pains and leaves you with a lasting um, trauma no. if care is not taken and um, in our society today just like you had rightly explained it is not because 
a woman is incapable mm -hmm. but society has seen her as an inferior person after all no matter how intelligent you are no matter how rich you are mm -hmm. you must end in the hands of a man mm -hmm. and so that man can decide to subdue you at whatever level he wants to do mm -hmm. uh, he can decide to direct he can decide to use whatever force you mm -hmm. know he could because he feels that he possesses you mm -hmm. and so he can do anything he wants to do and get away with it yes. and nobody tells him anything some people hold into the fact that I, after all I have paid dowry yes. uh, so she, she's my own. Yeah. You start asking question: How much dowry has a man paid on exactly. a woman? You know that he thinks that he has done everything that he deserves to do yeah. for this woman. True. You know, somebody. I said at my time, my daughter was just two thousand. Okay. And I married as a, I got married as a graduate. Okay. And uh, it, it, well, it differs from family to yes, family. Yes. Some family don't even bother to ask. Which, uh, yes. You know, put large sums of money. Mm. You know, but if if a man pays two thousand on you as a woman, mm. and he feels that I will inflict pains on her, I must deal with her, mm. I must do this and that. For God's sake, is mm. that justifiable? Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not so okay. it's a crime. Yeah. It's a crime, and it's a punishable crime. Okay. Uh -huh, because uh, what? Okay, let's let's go the Bible way. Okay. It says, "What you don't want someone to do to you, yes, don't, don't do it to the other person." person. Yes. So why would someone who feels that he's a stronger force want mm. to inflict pains on someone who feels he's a lesser vessel mm. or a weaker vessel? Mm. Uh, is a crime. Okay, it, so, it should be condemned. Okay, so yeah. now we we spoke about the woman. Can we not be biased now? Can we talk about? Uh, let's reverse it. Okay. Are there men that suffer violence? Um, yes, okay. there are men that suffer violence, but uh, we are the emphasis is on women because we have a um, larger number of women going through pains than the men. Mm. I know some of the men. I, I, I found somebody who said people are always talking about women. Do you know that some of us have even been beaten by our women? I said, but you don't talk about it, mm. and it assume. Uh, that if if you allow your wife to deal with you, then you are a weaker man, mm. you know. So in that case, you find men instigating their fellow men that ah, you mean you cannot handle this woman, you know, and all of that. Mm. But you dare not take that kind of an advice from a fellow woman to say, can't you deal with that man? Yeah. Your marriage will end. Exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> but for the man, they want him to still stand. Yes. So men go through some form of violence, but it's not as. Um, uh, it's not as outrageous. It's not as uh, uh, as much as women go through. Mm -hmm. You know that is why we talk more about the women, and because the women are weaker, mm -hmm. and uh, people do it and they get away with it, thinking that it's a way of life. That's why we say no. It it's not a way of life. It is the mindset of an individual. It is about the orientation of the individual. It's about the culture and traditions of the people and all of that. Mm -hmm. Anything that is harmful to an individual, whether male or female or children. We are saying no, no to, to it. it. Okay. We are not being segregated. We are not segregating now. Okay. We are just condemning it in totality, whether it's to the man, mm. to the woman, or to the children. It should Thank be stopped. You. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you very much. Mm. So we've been looking at uh, gender-based violence. Now, the 16 days of activism came and passed, mm. and then we we saw that there were some activities that went that uh, were carried in the form of awareness and all of that. Um, did you um, carry out any activity concerning this? Oh yes. Okay. Um, I I must be very very grateful to the to the pioneer initiators of the 16 day activism. Okay. Because it has actually given um, a lot of people voice mm. to be able to speak, and um, it has also helped in addressing so many societal issues. You know, mm. and um, I would want to say that. Um, of course, it has changed certain things to some extent. 
um, yes, the 16-day activism was full of so many activities by different organizations mm. across okay. the world okay. and, of course, in Nigeria. Mm. And down to Plateau State, um, we also we, we did our little bit. Okay. Um, Nigerian Association of Women Journalists here on the Plateau. Mm. We, we involved in an awareness campaign, mm. you know, into communities, some communities within okay. just not local government area of Plateau State. That's nice. Um, we did that in collaboration with... Um, the Nigerian Police Force, okay. particularly okay. Nasarao Gong Division, yeah. and um, we carried out the awareness with the hope that um, it is actually going to address lots of issues that were being raised by the DPO of the division, because um, he approached us actually and told us that uh, he's overwhelmed by the number of um, reported cases of rape, battery, and different kinds of things. So we felt this is the best time for us to raise and awareness, wider awareness, even though we had earlier on gone on the um, familiarization visits to traditional rulers, religious leaders, opinion molders, and all of that, to be able to prepare their minds to say, okay, we will soon be going to the communities to raise awareness. So uh, we were actually targeting the period between the 16th activism. So we had three days program at the stretch going into different communities to raise awareness on the dangers uh, of rape and some other forms of violence against women so we want total eradication of it i know it's going to take time but uh, the moment you raise awareness of course it's it's an indicator that some people are putting such light on certain things that are happening in the communities and it should be addressed adequately so we actually did that so we walked through the streets walked several kilometers around town you know beating drums speaking out loud and carrying our placards with various inscriptions all to end all forms of violence against women and children okay that's yeah. nice thank you very much do you think uh, the stakeholders are overwhelmed by the cases the reported cases do you think that yes they're overwhelmed very well very well um first and foremost for for a security personnel who is in charge of his domain to to raise his voice to say please come and help mm-hmm. because i know you can we can synergize to be able to nip it in the bird shows that he's he is also overwhelmed by the number of reported cases he got and of course the community the influx of the community to also report these cases is another issue of concern and um uh, the reported cases were just minimal but i want to tell you that after this awareness we were overwhelmed by the number of people calling to tell us that we didn't know that we could speak we didn't know that certain things could be addressed the way we uh, have raised this awareness, you know, and all of that. So there are so many issues, my sister, there are so many issues on ground, you know, that are actually uh, eating into the fabrics of our communities, particularly this gender-based violence, rape particularly. And of course, we also discover uh, the recruitment of young people being sodomized Mm -hmm. by older men, Mm. you know, it's something that we will collectively say no. So we synergize with the police deliberately because um, most of the cases are reported to them. Okay. And um, when cases are reported to police, what next? Most of the time, there's always conflict of interest between journalists and the security exactly. in trying to get information. Exactly. Uh, so that was a good one for us, a good catch for us mm. to also um, get more information from the police on how they handle some of these cases and to also put let them know that it's a such light from the media on the police on how they would also be addressing some of these issues. Mm. Because we've had cases in some instances where 
the officers will harass even the survivor, you know, in trying to express herself. Even when she's going through that kind of a situation, she's either battered or she has gone through um, the pains of rape. Somebody will just tell her that it was because you dressed carelessly and all of that. Mm. That shouldn't be the, 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 the moment that you're supposed to address that kind of issue. Mm. The person is traumatized already. Mm. So there's no blame game in this situation. Mm. Try to handle the situation the way it is. Address it first. Mm. Then that could be another thing, another topic for another day. Mm. So um, that's that. Thank you very now. much. Yeah. So I would like to take you a little bit back. You said uh, they, they are overwhelmed. But can we? What can we do? Possibly, what what possible solutions do we have to change the fact that these people or these authorities are overwhelmed? Are there any other solutions to help out? Um, beautiful. Uh, what, part of what we did was part of the solution already, because um, if you give people the platform to be able to speak, it gives them confidence and the boldness to approach authorities to report certain cases, because so many cases are unreported for fear of stigma, like what Elias said, for fear of um, the unknown, let me just say generally, for fear of the unknown. And um, people would want to keep certain things to themselves and may not want to say it. So when we went out on this awareness, part of it is to basically let them know that um, uh, these are the necessary steps you need to take and um, you need to also speak when your daughter is violated. You need to also speak even you as a mother is being battered. You need to speak even when you are denied certain opportunities that ordinarily you're supposed to enjoy or privileges you're supposed to enjoy and all of that. So all of these are processes that we, we, that, um, we were able to get to the people to let them know that, no, you as a woman should not just end in the kitchen. Allow your girls to go to school. When they go to school, they'll be better informed. They will not remain the way you are. It is because you are ill-equipped. That is why you cannot speak. You know, when the man gives command, that's the end of it. It shouldn't be like that. I, I would always want to see that the space is enough for all of us. You don't have to deny me my opportunity. You don't have to subdue me so that people will recognize that you are a stronger force than me. No. You earn respect, you don't demand for respect. You as a man in the home, if, you're, if you're, your voice is always on the rising side, be sure that you will be left alone someday because nobody would want to hear this, this kind of voices, but we want to hear a softer voice. You know, that's what lure people to the other side of it. So honestly, we've been able to pass a lot of messages to the people. And... Um, what we discover in some of the communities is that um, this culture of silence, yes. we advise them that you need to break it. If you understand that certain things are happening in a particular family, what you need to do is just come closer to the family and encourage them. Please, can you report this to the necessary authorities? Can you just come to this person? She might help or he might help and all of that. And uh, a lot of them were like, oh, you mean we could do this? You mean we had the opportunity, all these opportunities around us that we couldn't access it? You know, and all of that. So to me, that was part of the solution to this problem. You know, because um, if you are informed, you can take an informed decision. But when you don't know, you would not know at what point to see what and what decision to take. You know, so I think um, uh, uh, we made a very, very good impact by letting people encourage them to speak up, breaking the culture of silence and talk about our issues. Thank you very much. Um, I would want you to translate this in another language for my villagers who don't understand english okay so if you can speak in the pigeon or the hausa whichever is preferable for you thank I, you I'll, I'll go hausa okay <laughs> so mutanena kujini fa kuji professional zate magana yezu to um magana nchin zarafing mata de yara ko kwa mama za mabu ne me kyuba
abuni wanda muntasha sai mu ce bai kamata mu ci ma juna mutunci ba ko kai na miji ne ko kai na mace ne ko yaro ne ya kamata a ba mu kowa zarafi da yancin shi domin yayi abin da ubangiji Allah yayi albarkaci shi yayi um so da dama mun gane cewa mutane ba su kan su su fada menene damuwansu ba wa'ansu ai ma ya'ansu fiyade za su yi shiru ba za su yi magana ba wani mamar make da kanki ne an miki fiyade bakin fada ba domin kina soro kar ki rasa aurenki ko kuwa ya zama abin hira anguwa ko kuwa a ci miki ke baki da kunya ba abinda bai kamata ki fada ba so mun gane cewa wai na buban sukan zama damuwa amma a cikin wayes wa da muke yi muna karfafa mata da yan mata da maza idan ana cin mutuncinka ko a cikin gidanka kai magana because in ka bude baki kai magana ka rage maka kan damuwa sosai kuma zaka samu an san wannan damuwa mun gode domin a cikin wayes wanda muka yi tare da hadan guiwa da yan sandan nasaragon mun shiga cikin angwane mu yi magana mata sun fita mata sun tashi sun ce mu mun yadda zamu tona asirin kowa in fact abinda ya faranta mini rai shine masu angwane da shugaban adinai sun ce malama mu ne yanzu zamu dinga ka miki su wane ne masu yin fiyade zamu kama su mu kai ma yan sanda zamu kira sunayen su rokonmu shine idan mun kawo su ku yan jarida ku fada sunayen su ku tona asirin su domin idan ba ku tona asirin su ba ai sun ci gaba da yi so wannan abin ya faranta mini rai sosai sosai ya nuna kenan ashe jama'a dama suna kwance akan abinda basu sani ba suna neman dan yanci domin a taimaka musu a cikin al'umma to idan mun yi hada hannu idan mun yadda mun yi magana zai magance mana abubuwa da yawa thank you very much mutane na kunji ko my people na here ko say make we dey talk as the thing the warriors make we talk well we been in the studio with mrs jennifer yerima and we are talking about gender based violence we are looking at the awareness and then we'll see the traditions and the cultures that are against this issue but before we continue let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll continue from there When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, One village many voices. Many. From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the Village Square radio meeting supported by Church in Action Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10:45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square.
shall come to thee, O we Welcome back. It's the Christmas season. So as we celebrate, we have to be happy. We should be glad no matter the situation. So enjoy the Christmas as it approaches. Well, we took a break. We were talking about gender-based violence with Mrs. Jennifer Yerima and we'll be continuing, but then we'll take our uh, calls. So our lines will be open and the number to call us is 081000. 81124. I take that again. 081-000-81124. And then you can join us on our social media handles, Facebook at Tekken Peace Desk. That's for Facebook at Tekken Peace Desk. Then for Twitter at Tekken Peace Desk. So it's at Tekken Peace Desk for Facebook or either Twitter. Feel free to join the conversation. Welcome back, ma'am. Thank you very much. Yes, so as we were talking about the whole thing about gender-based violence, mm -hmm. and I liked the, the awareness you put out there during mm -hmm. the week, or mm -hmm. the weeks that mm -hmm. just ended. Yeah. Now, um, can we talk about the traditions that is against um, the rights of a woman? We know there are cultures and there are traditions that mm -hmm. are against... Um, the woman's right. Mm. Can we talk about that? Okay. Is it possible? Are there traditions that till today or till date uh, relegate women to the back? They don't see women as anything. Are there traditions like that? Oh, yes. Um, we have diverse cultures and traditions, mm. you know, in, 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 in Plateau State, in Nigeria and globally. And um, some of these traditions are really harmful to women because most of the time women are at the receiving end and um we have issues you know that does not see her that see her less of a human being that's number one because um if you see somebody first as human being he should be treated with all the necessary rights and privileges that he or she should enjoy but uh, it's unfortunate that um a woman is being degraded a woman is seen as nobody in the society in most of the cultures 
a woman should not even speak. Uh, even her youngest son, whom she gave birth to, should speak on her behalf. You know, you can see how bad some of these cultures are. Mm. So it does not give you an opportunity to be able to express yourself, but rather it denies you certain things that you could say, even for the progress of the family and even the community and the society at large, because you have been seen as someone who is less a lesser being. You know, and uh, in that regard, it it has it has sent so many women to their early griefs. Why am I saying early griefs? Psychologically. It has affected a lot of women, you know, and thrown them off balance. That they are not coordinated any longer. Some of them have committed suicide because um, they have been denied certain rights and privileges. You know, they have been battered, you know, for no just cause because the man feels that anytime she goes wrong, she can be beaten, beaten very well because that is the only corrective measures for a woman, you know. And um, her parents could send her to go marry someone, you know, against her wish. But because she's already grown up in the family, she should go to another man's house. You know, she's left without school, you know, because um, this, the culture or the, some of the traditions feel that, okay, if I educate her, she's going to take this intelligence to someone else's house. And uh, I'm not going to be empowered, but she's going to empower someone else's family. So why do I even, even need to give her education, you know, and all of that? So most young ladies have been denied their education, even when they have the capacity and the capability to compete favorably with, the, with their male folk. They have been denied, you know, uh, all these opportunities. And uh, some of them have ended up with permanent injuries, you know, because um, as a young girl who is growing, and she's sent to her husband's house. She's not fully developed yet. Mm. Nobody has advised her that she needs to be developed uh, physically and she needs to be developed emotionally to be able to handle issues of marriage and mm. all of that. When she gets to the man's house, of course, the men are not patient. Mm. He will just dive on her, you know, just like a wolf. on mm. a, a yeah. And when she takes in, the body is not mature to be able to carry the pregnancy. Mm. She ends up with either VVF, VVF, you know, and some forms of complications, you know, that left, leaves her with permanent injuries that if she's not careful, the man sends her out of the house and he remarries, you know, because he will not contain with that kind of ailment and he's unwilling to be able to uh, address, you know, the, the medical issues concerning his wife and all of that. My sisters, there are so many issues and so many issues, particularly when she gives birth to female children, you know, it becomes an issue. Why are you giving me children? Nobody understands that it is what the man puts there that the woman is giving him back, yes. you know. Mm. But the blame goes to the woman. She's always giving birth to children, to, girl, to, to girls, girls. Who is going to inherit you? It therefore makes the man to now go and marry more women, you know, with the hope that I want to get a male child to be able to inherit me. And the woman is denied certain privileges and rights. You know, if she's been looked at nobody in the house, you know, and all of that with her girls because mm. she's now bringing more of a burden to them than maybe trying to uplift the family and all of that. So all of these things are really, really... Uh, bad situations you know that women go through why should a man beat his wife that is the biggest question this i said this is a woman that you sleep with this is a woman that when you get tense she tells she pipes you down and maybe she advises you on certain things to do but she has turned out to be a punching bag you will just if you use your force on her you just do anything on it's just terribly bad for women you know so some of these cultures are really harmful yes okay so let me take you back on this even though it's kind of medical you mentioned the vvf that's a fiscal vaginal fistula yeah. i'm sure there are a lot of women out there suffering from this ailment is it curable? Do you think it's curable? Oh, very well. It is curable. It's curable. I, I would want to mention very loud and clear here that um, many women have been stigmatized because of that ailment. Uh, some of them don't even know that there's 
um, this remedy to this kind of problem. Um, uh, John Kwano here, Evangel Hospital here, addresses this issue very, very well. I I remember very well some years back, it's women journalists that advocate for the ward in John Kwano now, okay. you know, the VVF ward, okay. because they usually would mix them up with other patients and, uh, you, you know, the stench that comes out from these ladies, you know, that are going through these complications, you know, is really discomforting. And it will not be good for you to mix them up with other patients in the ward. So we advocated that there should be a separate ward that will address you know and all of that and of course to appeal that some of these things should be done free of charge because if you look at the background in which some of them are coming she's forced into marriage yes. the father doesn't know anything about it again mm. she's given out as what do they call it? is this sadaka or something yes. like that mm. you know it ends her story what then happens to her if it is not addressed at the end of her i'm aware of a lady who told me that she was like taken to a bush and kept there they only come and keep food for her far away you know to come and pick and all of that the, all the, the clothing she took to the bush were like that was because of the yeah element. because of the element you know how you know the way urine uh, smells, smells yes. and it also damages your clothes yeah, yeah. you know in fact she was almost staying naked in that bush does she deserve to go through that? Mm. There is remedy to VVF. Okay. In Jankwano, when you come, in fact, in the world, I am aware of um, Dr. Lengman, okay. who used to handle this thing very, very well. Mm. You know, there is solution to this problem. Okay. Don't die in silence. Okay. Come to the hospital Thank and you you'll be cured much. from Thank it. Thank you. So, my people, if you hear this word, Say you get women we suffer from violence, we can lead to this kind of sickness or VVF. If they suffer from that kind of sickness, it gets remedy for that problem. Go Jankwano Hospital. If you find any other hospital where they're close to you, attend that hospital. If they don't get facilities where they go help treat you, they go send you go uh, better place where the facility they yeah. where you they go treat you. So my that is also another violation oh, we yes. just looked at oh, yes yes well. um i'm going to take you back a little bit i read on the social media about three boys i don't yes i'll call them boys because they were between the age of 20 and 23 who they raped a girl a girl of 16 years and um they were caught after after three or four months and then they said they did that just to test and see if our system is working if the police are really working that was why they did that that was why they raped the lady now you said something about um awareness and taking it to the police station uh, at um at nasaragom mm. does that tell us that they are they are working yeah police is working okay yeah um, and they are our friends. They are our friends. Okay. I personally didn't want to take, um, didn't want to agree that police is a friend. Mm -hmm. I publicly said that. I said because I didn't have confidence in what police could do for me. But after meeting some good policemen, uh, it changed the whole narrative about the Nigerian police from my own perspective. Mm -hmm. um, the DPO Nasarawa is one police officer that. Um, anywhere we can mention him as female journalist on the plateau. And I'm sure some other community members too have celebrated this man because of how prompt he responds to issues of um, uh, gender-based violence and um, how passionate he is about cases like that. And uh, there, is no there is no case of rape that will be reported to his division that is not being prosecuted. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there are some other divisions too that I know also handle that. But because I was seen 
synergy was between Nasara Division, I think I should speak more because um, we have gone there, we have seen what, what is happening, we've gone to the communities, we've also had testimonies from the communities about the work he is doing because they said anytime there is an issue that you bring to Nasarawa police station, you will go back happier. And to us, it makes us feel that the system is working. And uh, we were also encouraged that we went to the Commissioner of Police sometimes back to tell him that um, we would want to embark on this awareness. What he assured us was that if you go anywhere and you don't get the cooperation of my men, call me. Okay. So it gives us strength to know that even the highest authority in the state also is agreeing with that. He said, I am one person that would never tolerate any form of violence against women, particularly rape. For those young boys that will go and rape a 22, 18-year-old uh, girl and said they want to test the system, I wouldn't want to take that one as an excuse. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to take that. They should be punished. I, I know wherever the, the case is being reported to, whichever policeman that is there will be able to deal with it. But I also frown against some frustrations that um, uh, we, we also got from some people because uh, if, even though we have good policemen that are working, we also have the bad ones within the system also that will always be demanding for money and demanding for money. And uh, you, could, you can imagine that you are bringing a... Um, you, you are bringing either your child or a relation that is already violated. Uh, you are expecting somebody to give you attention and they're asking you, bring money for file, bring money for file, bring money for this, bring money for that. We have a reported case from Barkin Ladi. They took, police took 10,000 from them. When they came to bring them the case down, they said you should bring 10,000. They came down here, 10,000. You know, where will that man get all this 10,000 10, from, for God's sake? You know, so... Uh, uh, the police should not be demanding for money. We are just appealing because they are they are like trying to destabilize their work. That's the truth about it, mm -hmm. you know. But for this one that I am speaking, bail I know is free, okay. but there are stations that if you go today, you must pay. But for national division, bail is free, mm -hmm. and he will tell you that if you give anyone money. But that's why he will stay. So please report cases to police. Police are always prompt in trying to respond to this. Even though you have bad elements, majority of them are good. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're going to send our shout out to the DPO of Nasarawa. Yes, what's his name, please? His name is SP Musa Hassan. SP Musa, well done. We give you a thumbs up. We appreciate what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. In fact, God bless you for Amen. that good job. Amen. I pray that other policemen would would behave like you would yeah. take that burden upon them i think we are running short of time uh I, we should continue this because we cannot overemphasize <laughs> awareness we just need oh, yeah. to keep talking course, and yeah. uh, getting people aware about this um, problem so Ma, what's your last final words to our um, listener my advice is please synergize with us Whenever there is any case of violation, report the matter to the police. Yes. If the police will not do the needful, call women journalists. We will be there to help. Don't allow your daughter to be raped and you don't report the matter. Parents take care of your children. We just appeal because we have understood that we are so busy that we don't even have time for our children any longer. So we are appealing that if you're leaving the children at home, leave them in the hands of a good caregiver. Yes. Don't trust anyone. As I'm talking to you now in Nasara Division, we have a case of a father who raped his two-year-old daughter. And the, the mother came and met him on the act twice. 
but he threatened her that if she says he's going to deal with her mm. i asked her did you give back to this girl she said yes i did because if i speak he is going to give me the hell that i don't deserve mm. the case is ongoing now mm. i have a case here now has been transferred i was speaking with somebody while i was here a lady went to a chemist she was drugged by the pharmacist and he raped her so the case has been transferred to CID. We are going to revoke his license. I'm saying this publicly yes. because this is a serious offense. Anybody that does that should be punished. It is because we allow perpetrators to walk on our streets, hit high. And it is because we have not been reporting these issues. When you report, I am telling you they must be prosecuted. Yes. So please, let's open up and speak about these ills because... It is going to destroy the society. Thank you very much. Listener, this is the much we can take as we have exhausted our time. God willing, we shall be back next week, Tuesday, by 10 with another exciting package. It's been Village Square and I am your host, Gloria Pa. Thank you for listening. COVID-19 is real. Please follow the guidelines and stay safe. Enjoy your Christmas. Thank you. Program was brought to you by Tech and Peace Desk with support from Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square is created by Kabiru Sabo. Helen Philmont Hagai is the executive producer. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. an educative edition of the program Village Square from Taken Peace Desk will come your way again next week Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning so why not join us then well we have uh, time on our hands now to do you well musically from now till about 11 o'clock and at 11 o'clock we'll take you to our newsroom for the news on the hour do stay tuned wonders, wonders are-